listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, episode 306. Kayla Lords here with the one, the only, the love of my life, but a person who is very tired and stressed out, John Brownstone. And weary. Weary, yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. also the entire point of this episode is about that too, so... Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> and here we go. Uh, as we've mentioned in a couple of previous episodes, plus a live stream we did, uh, life is chaotic and stressful right now, more so than like normal, typical chaos and stress. Yeah. Like we've turned it up to 11 around here. Uh, mm. So this week uh, we thought we'd give you a look into kind of how it's impacting our power exchange, how we're behaving good, bad, and otherwise, <laughs> um, just to sort of let you see what it looks like so that if it ever or when it happens to you you realize just how normal it all is welcome to the loving bdsm podcast if this is your first time listening glad to have you if you're back for another week welcome back loving bdsm is produced every tuesday and friday for your kinky pleasure and education and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app you can also follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, <laughs> loving the loving DS and the number one. You made me mess up how, what our hated name is. It's at LovingDS1. Uh, or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash LovingBDSM, where you can usually watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday, but not right now. And we'll get into that in a minute. All links are in the show notes. A big thanks, as always, to our kinky patrons over on Patreon, including our newest peeps. Uh, we're able to keep doing this thing that we do, especially during these very stressful, chaotic times, uh, in large part because of our kinky community over on Patreon. Uh, and we are grateful to every single solitary person who is there <laughs> yeah. from the you know, $2 a month member up to the higher levels. It doesn't matter. We're grateful for all of you. Uh, if you would like to be part of our kinky community, get access to content and perks you can't get anywhere else, like our Discord server, which is a Patreon perk, uh, you can join us at patreon.com slash killalords. That's patreon.com slash killalords or use the link in the show notes. Okay, before we get into this week's episode, <laughs> Some announcements. Uh, the first one is a big, huge OMG thank you to Beducated for sponsoring us again this week. Beducated is an online course site, uh, but it's not like the typical stuff that you've heard from other places and other people on, you know, more vanilla topics. It's <laughs> all about sex and relationships and kink and all kinds of stuff, sex acts, threesomes, mm -hmm. communication. They do have a kink section. We have talked about it in that, that in the past. Yeah. Um, when I was sort of scrolling through recently going, oh, what courses are there? What more can I learn about? I saw something that fits perfect with today's topic. It's actually called De-Armoring for Couples. And if you're not a couple, they have a like intro to de-armoring. De-armoring is, I'm gonna be imperfect with this definition. Somebody okay. else will know better than I do. But the way the instructor of the course describes it, it's sort of the softening of yourself so that all of who you are can be in alignment instead of repressing and shoving down and hiding certain things, not dealing with your feelings, not dealing with intimacy. It's a touch thing. It's a very touch-based course, like how to touch hmm. yourself or your partner in order to de-armor and soften and come into alignment. And I'm looking at it and I'm watching some of the video. The instructor's voice is quite soothing. I enjoyed that as well. And I'm like, yes, I think we could use that. 
<laughs> I was going to say that that uh, sounds like something we could benefit from right now. We could now. really use that. Yes. Uh, what I <laughs> am liking about Veducated in general is for every need I'm finding a course. It's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. is this happening in our relationship? Oh, here's a course that might help. <laughs> um, if you would like to try out Veducated, whether it's a de-armoring course, maybe you're going through it too and would like to shed some of the gunk and realign with yourself and soften and not be armored up so much hmm. um you can do that through our link in the places show notes description box all that good stuff uh when you use our link and use the code loving is that our code have i forgotten our code already yes our code is loading loving it's not alive and i have no excuse for it but i still can't speak our code is loving at educated and if you use that code you get 70% off and you get 70% off the whole time you have a membership. So it's not like a one month and then ta-da, done, you're paying full price. It's the whole time, but you can cancel anytime. So you go in, you take the classes you want and need. If you don't need anything else, you don't have to maintain the membership. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But there's like what I'm finding every time I go in, there's something for everything. <laughs> so are you going through it in your relationship? There's probably a course. They they have a lot. They have a lot. And um, they're adding more and all they the time. keep adding more. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Which, which is really fantastic the way they, they keep growing their. Yeah. I mean, if we can have these kinds of sites to learn how to, you know, do photography and learn how to like draw, why can't we have these kinds of places right. to learn how to have better relationships and better sex lives and better kink lives uh, absolutely so hmm. thank you educated for sponsoring use the link in the description box or the show notes use code loving when you go you'll save 70 percent off <sighs> yeah and uh, i'm thinking the de-armoring course might be what we need <laughs> right, right just just wait till we tell you what we've been going through yeah. um <laughs> so one more announcement before we get into it it's more of a program note um we are not uploading or creating content at our normal pace right now. Um, The whole part of the point of this episode is to talk about how we're handling the stress. And one of the ways we are handling the stress of our life is we are pulling back on certain things and giving ourselves the space and grace to go, we cannot do it all while life is the way it is. Um, So in order to still, you know, connect with y'all, whether it's through the podcast or YouTube, we are committing to one episode a week and it is this one normally this is a friday podcast and a wednesday live stream uh now it'll just be a, a whatever day video <laughs> upload and the friday podcast um podcast listeners you know we've been doing the mini episodes that were like 20 minutes or less those are on hiatus for a while youtube watchers we had our monday videos those are on hiatus for a while mm-hmm. this is the one thing we are sure we can do um our friday night hangout that's usually the third friday of the month we're gonna play that by that's, ear yeah, we're gonna that see by, mm-hmm. what that part of the month is like when we get to it um same for some of the stuff we do on patreon all that stuff would just get rescheduled um but yeah as we get into it i think it'll become a little clearer, clearer. yeah <laughs> um so that is the programming note. The weekly newsletter will still go out as well. Um, if anybody's interested and you're like, but I'm a, a nosy Nelly who wants to know all the details. If you subscribe to our newsletter, link to do so is in the places as always. Um, I do kind of sometimes put notes like, you know, I talk a little bit about stuff, not always. Um, and then not gonna lie, if you are a member of our Patreon, you get to see, see and hear more than most. That's probably the place we feel the most comfortable just like publicly sharing stuff. Uh, I don't think that's a reason to join Patreon. That's not a good reason. <laughs> you should want whatever else we're offering, but that that's the place. That's where we tend to talk the most. So 
yeah, we think we can commit to one a week. There will probably come a time that there might be a week or so we have to skip. Right. We're we're being, what's the word I want with that? There's a word. Flexible. Huh? That's yeah. the word. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is what we're going to do for now. And once life gets back to whatever the new normal is, we'll get back to it. Because we would much right. rather be here with y'all. Than, Absolutely. Than what we're going through. Yeah. So, Okay. Let's get started and actually talk about this. Okay. First thing I, I, I just want to say real quick. Okay. Especially to the folks watching in video. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to be yawning a lot, and I apologize for that. Yeah, the fact that you're still awake right now is pretty impressive. Just, it's, I know. It's been, it's been um, wild. Sleep, sleep has been a little hard to come by these days. So. Uh, what I personally would ask is if you think about it, try not to yawn into the microphone. I think we I, will, Right. I, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. That's my only request. Uh, um, okay. I think anybody who can see your face or hear your voice here knows that you're exhausted. <laughs> so um, I want to give a caveat for this episode. This episode is meant to give you a bird's eye view into something we're going through. I don't know if there are any lessons here. We're still in the middle of it. So I don't even have perspective lessons. Yeah. Like I can't, there's no looking back yet because we're going through it. Um, it's not meant to um tell you what you should do if you find yourself in similar situations it's not that at all it's just sharing what it looks like for us so that for those people who are still struggling with the idea that oh yeah yeah i'm in a power exchange but also life is life and you can't always live the fantasy side of your power exchange um i'm uh, my heart breaks for people who are dealing with intense things in their lives. And the th- part of what they're thinking is that they are somehow failing at power exchange because, because they could not keep up with their Dahmer sub role the way they normally do. You can't keep up anything in these kinds of times the way you normally do when life decides to explode around you. Like it just doesn't work. If you can hold on to some semblance of what normal looks like, that's great. But sometimes you have to throw it all to the wind and go, okay, we're just in survival mode. We're just gonna keep our head above water. Um, And I think that, you know, that's kind of the thing we tend to talk about anyway, but this is what it looks like for us. Some of it I find amusing, some of it I'm a little embarrassed about. Because have we been at our best? No. No. <laughs> so um, we're not going to go into the details of what what is causing the stress, other than to say that if you have listened to the episode right before this one, uh, the bonus section, we went through that and outlined it there. And then we have a video uh, where it was a Friday night live stream. It's on our YouTube channel. And the first 45 minutes is us complaining about everything going on. And one of those things... And it is essentially about JB's mom's health. That's all I'm going to say. If JB wants to share more, he can do that um, in the bonus section, but he also doesn't have to. So just just know that you might not get all the details you want. But what it has meant is that at this point, you are home for two to three, sometimes if we're lucky, four days. Right. Then you leave to drive two hours to the southwest of us. Mm-hmm. And you're there for three to four days at a time. Right. And um, you're dealing with a very stressful thing with your mom's health and the stress of caregiving and the stress of family dynamics. <laughs> <laughs> and also... You have a business. We have right. a couple of businesses, and that's what pays our mortgage. And also, you have a family, and also, the the typical stressors of life. 
so everything's been thrown into disarray. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, you know, that I think I heard it called that when you're both parenting and, and dealing with that level of caregiving, and then you have to start taking care of your parents and do that level of caregiving, it's called the sandwich generation. And I'm feeling it. <laughs> I feel like somebody took the two pieces of bread and went, we're going to squish these together really, really mm-hmm. tight. <laughs> we're, we're not only sandwich generation, it's a press sandwich. Right, exactly. Um, I did I did ask, and you never told me, are you, which of us is the peanut butter and which of us is the jelly? That's all I need to know. And is it grape jelly? It needs to be grape jelly. Definitely has to be grape jelly. Okay. Smooth peanut butter. Yeah. Okay. okay. We've creamy. offended somebody. Creamy. We've offended somebody out there who only likes chunky. So sorry. Mm. You make your sandwich generation the way you need to. Okay. So it started, I noticed this and I brought it to your attention because I was mortified that I had done it many times. <laughs> it actually started before you started making the trips, but we were preparing. Yeah. I was in, I'll tell you where my headspace was at. I was in, I've got to help him get organized and plan and know what he needs to do. And I could already see in your eyes that the stress was overwhelming you. You were feeling a little lost. That's the benefit of almost 10 years together. I can Mm kind of read that usually accurately. Uh, (laughs) And uh, I just sort of started telling you what, to do you did um <laughs> you just kind of slipped into um i'm trying to think of the word bossy bitch mode boss mode yeah i, I mean it yeah. was normally when i'm quote air quote telling you what to do or highly suggesting what i think you should do i modulate my tone yeah. like i'll i'll phrase it as a question i'll make mm-hmm. it sound like a suggestion i'll go you know if it were me I would right. no, y'all. I was. Don't forget, you got to do this, and you got to do this, and don't forget this, and make sure you do that. Mm-hmm. And I would catch every time I caught myself doing it, I would go, "Oh, that's not how we speak to one another." In some moments, it was so hectic. You maybe you caught it, but you never said anything. I I did catch it, <laughs> and I was aware of it, and through all that especially at that point i was grateful for it mm, okay because at, at that point i did not know mm-hmm. what i would be walking into sure and you know when when not knowing your mind sure and spins I, up and with what you're going through i do have some minimal experience and yeah but also there were times i was just trying to I was relaying what I thought you should do mm-hmm. about family stuff, about home stuff, about work stuff. And a couple of times I caught myself and it was one of those things that, you know what you've said, like it slipped out of your mouth and you're at that point, you literally cannot swallow the words back. And so the mood was right. And I would tell you whatever bossy thing I had to tell you. <laughs> and then I would go, she said submissively. Like, I wanted to make sure you knew I still knew my role. I just clearly was not. I I was in a mode of, I was in get shit done mode. That's true. I was was trying to be, Mm -hmm. weirdly, in my mind, I'm thinking that it's helpful. (laughs) And I'm trying to be helpful in a service. And it it was. And and that's how I took it because that's what I needed at that time. You were serving me by telling me, you know, I'm going to need this. I have to do that. And, yeah, and I just looking, was very forceful with that. You were, but 
you needed to be with me at that time. And I hope, I hope that's what it was. I hope I was reading you and reading the situation. Mm-hmm. I know there were a couple of times I was not consciously reading anything. And I was just like, but this is what has to happen. He just has to do this. <laughs> it's not a suggestion. Yeah. This is what he has to do. Uh, we did have a few laughs about that. We have since had a few laughs about that. Have I stopped doing that? Not really. I'm just more aware of it, I mm-hmm. think. Um, the other thing that has happened a lot lately is we snap at each other a lot, a lot. Yes. A um, lot, a lot. Yeah. Between the stress, between uh, the lack of sleep. <laughs> yeah. Between the amount of things I have going on in my head, trying to uh, organize, juggle and work through mm-hmm. um, we have been misreading one another. Oh, and not just even misreading like body language or facial expressions. And sometimes because we can't read body language or facial expressions, we're doing everything over the phone. Mm-hmm. We're misreading each other's intentions. Yes. Like we're automatically seeing, I wouldn't say seeing the worst in the other person, but assuming the worst meaning. So I, I can't, and it, it's all such a blur. One, it's happened daily in the past two weeks. This is, one of us has done it. And I would, I don't think that stress justifies bad or poor behavior, but I do understand it to a certain extent. And so you are under the most amount of stress. And so it has come from you where I've, I'm thinking I'm being helpful or I'm thinking that Mm -hmm. I'm trying to talk us through something and I'm coming at you at just the wrong moment and you're tired and you're stressed and your mind is probably elsewhere before I even start talking to you and you'll snap and I'll snap back. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then we're like alligators snapping at one another. (laughs) And and it's never, thankfully it never gets mean. It never gets personal. Um, but it's so out of character for both yeah. of us. And, and a few times I have caught it starting to happen and I've been like, whoa, 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 mm-hmm. we need to. I know. And I, I can think of at least one time you caught it and that train had already left the station. I was rolling with it. I you, was pissed. You did. <laughs> you did. It's not there's been also a lot of apologizing around here i I think what is helpful is that we are catching it and we are aware Mm -hmm. of what's going on and so once we realize what's happening we're like oh okay my bad i'm sorry and neither of us is afraid to apologize to the other we never get so in our own feelings or in our own righteousness that Mm -hmm. we can't apologize all, and I even said, I think today you and I were we were going at it about bedroom furniture and it, it is yeah. always the dumbest shit, y'all. <laughs> and I, in the middle of it, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're on the same team here. We want the same outcome. I'm right. just, and I know part of what is happening for me is sometimes I'm trying to follow the expectations I know you would normally have or that you've set in the past, mm-hmm. which in a situation like this where everything's just, it's a lot, you can't always go by that. I right. I find a lot of comfort and familiarity with sort of knowing what to expect. And so mm-hmm. I try to fall back on that. And then sometimes it's been that I'm trying to anticipate 
the things that are going on and work around them. So I can't go by our normal routine. I'm trying to go by, okay, here's your mood and here's what I know is happening. And you know, here's what you've said that you feel. And so let me plot a course or, you know, suggest something mm-hmm. that works within that. And I've, and I've gotten it wrong. <laughs> I've gotten it <laughs> wrong, 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 wrong. Um, the, I think the hardest part has been the the snapping at one another because this is a time where one our time together right now is limited you're right. back on the road on tuesday and yeah. you don't even know what day you're coming home this no. time um and i hate that i hate why you have to go and i hate that you're gone and i'm already dreading it so i'm like this is our time but i've also noticed i i've noticed this with me i know this is not uncommon the more i dread the thing that's coming the harder and ho- I want to hold on and the tighter I want to hold on, which just then can be yeah. overwhelming or can cause the aggravation. Mm-hmm. Because when one of you is trying too fucking hard, <laughs> yeah. you're just rubbing the other one's nerves raw is all right. it is. And I know that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I just can't stop myself. I know. You poor thing. I know you're so tired. I, hey, for the record, I did say we re- could record on another night, but this was the night we were recording, so I'm yeah, sorry. I know. Well, <laughs> I feel mean for like everybody knows I kind of run the the loving BDSM ship, so I know somebody's out there going, I can't believe she has him recording when he's clearly so exhausted. And 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 here's here's the answer to that, folks. <laughs> this was my choice. Um, it always is, y'all. Kayla gave me. She said, "Look, why don't we do this?" tomorrow night which would have been monday right this is a sunday night yes this is sunday evening that we're recording and i did not even need to think about it and i i said no we have a window of opportunity Mm -hmm. to do this tonight Mm -hmm. um i I, as she said earlier at the beginning i want to keep at the very minimum the podcast going um this is who we are i you know being here um with you just as Kayla has mentioned that she finds it therapeutic, so do I. And, you know, the the one thing that kind of clinched it for her, I told her, right now we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. I know. And uh, on one level, that just makes me sad in in general because it's the nature of stuff. And on another, that's very stressful. My anxiety-filled self is like, then how do I plan? (laughs) How do I cope? You don't. don't. The answer is you don't. You You don't. don't. So we've talked about the negative. Yeah. Because nobody is surprised when stress hits, mm-hmm. there are there's a negative impact. There's been some good-ish. So a couple things. He, podcast listeners, you cannot see the blank look he just gave <laughs> me. <laughs> but that was a blank look. There has been some good. So one of the yeah. things I've noticed is without skipping a beat, without even talking about it, we fell back into our long distance relationship patterns. Not all of them because it's a different situation, Mm -hmm. it's a different life, it's a stressful thing. It's not a, oh, this is just how we live. But the good morning text messages, the right before bed phone calls. Mm -hmm. um, I think the worst part, because it was so sort of easy to slip into what we were like when we were long distance, is you have to and tend to be very quiet during the day Not even the occasional text message. I mean, that's the first, that's the thing that really shook me 
you know, when we were long distance, even on your busiest days, I could, you would still like, eventually you still had to go to the bathroom and you'd have your phone with you and you'd text me real quick. There's been so much going on for you with everything you're having to deal with, with your mom that you'll go eight to 10 hours and I won't hear from you. It it, it is weird. I don't like it. Yeah, no, she does not like it. And, and there are points she texts me and it's hours before I can reply to her. Mm-hmm. Um, the the things I am dealing with and working through, um, the sheer amount of people. Oh God, yeah. Oh, I yeah. I am meeting and, and working with and mm-hmm. and talking to. Um, it 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 just goes on and on and on, mm-hmm. and no end in sight for the near future no the sad thing is is by the time that part calms down it's because other bad stuff is about to happen right it's just yeah um but yeah we've slipped back into that um fairly easily you know whoever wakes up first is the first one to send a text message Mm -hmm. um the next one that wakes up replies and we do not leave those text messages unanswered no um to the best of your ability you have kind of I think it was after that first day of, I did not hear from you for, it was easily 10 Mm -hmm. hours. Um, After that, you started kind of giving me a heads up of what your day was like, yeah, which was very helpful. I understood, but also there was one day where I was trying to help you from a distance and I was doing research on one of the never ending tasks on your (laughs) list of things to take care of. And because there had been a sense of urgency when you'd asked for my help, which I'll, yeah, I'm service sub and I'm his service sub. So if he wants help and I can provide it, I'm like, I'm here for it. But then I never got the follow-up of knowing what happened with it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm yeah. also cognizant of the fact that you are going through it. So I'm trying not to text too much, mm-hmm. but I'm also like dying of curiosity. It's like, <laughs> did this thing get handled? You, I gave you the information, what happened and to your credit, you're putting out multiple fires in a day, essentially. So that was yeah. one of, I think, four urgent things that day. And by the time you called me, I'm like waiting to hear that it's been done. And you're like, no, that's a tomorrow thing. I had to do all these <laughs> other things first. And I was, look, I'm not proud of it. But for like half a second, I was a little cranky. Because I was like, but I did the work. <laughs> I, I'm aware of how ludicrous that sounds. Um, I, you know, got my good humor back really, really quickly. Um, I was just glad that even though you didn't use any of what I sent you, you had it worked out and it got worked out. Yeah. Um, there was, now this goes back into the negative side of things. There was one moment you called to tell me what was going on at that moment and none of the options were good. And one of the options is probably... In my memory, the only time in our power exchange that had nothing to do with sex or kink that was the relationship, I basically said, not just no, but fuck no. And I still think that was the right answer. And I stand by my answer, but I felt like shit. Mm. (laughs) I was like, wait, I want him to have everything he wants, but I'm like, oh, no, 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 (laughs) no. I know that you are sleep deprived and stressed to the max and your brain is lying to you. This is not a good option. (laughs) No, no, we're not doing that. (laughs) Oh, that one, that was a hard moment because when I said it, you couldn't see me over the phone. I don't know if you could tell. My whole body flushed red. 
because I meant it and I knew that in my mind yeah. I was right. But I knew I, that was a, a no for something that was a big, important thing. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of a time in our whole relationship where on a big, important thing, one of us has ever hard line vetoed. We've done the, we'll come back to it and talk later. We'll work it yeah. through. Let's do some research. That was a, this is a, I'm not, I'm not even joking. It was a life or death situation kind of thing. And I went, no, no, no. That was, I mean, but that was, that one was hard. That one was hard. And you still love me. (laughs) I'm still sitting here across from you. I know. I'm so glad you still love me. Still sleeping next to you at night when I can. When, yeah, I know. (laughs) Both when you're here in town and also when you can actually sleep yeah because sleep is in short supply for both of us um so yeah let's get back to the fun stuff and the Mm -hmm. good stuff so yeah there's the we slip back into our ldr really really easily um we do find ways to kind of try and joke with one another yeah thankfully we both have this ability and desire and it's how we kind of cope when things get kind of rough, if we're not snapping at one another, we do joke. Yeah. Inappropriate jokes, you know, dark, <laughs> dark humor. <laughs> um, <laughs> things that other maybe, you know, nicer human beings would not find funny, but we're cracking up. Would raise a few eyebrows yeah. in some circles. Yeah. The kind of humor where you should be ashamed of yourself. You're not, but you probably should be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as somebody who has cracked a joke in the middle of a funeral... I know who I am, and I'm quite proud of it. Um, the other thing we've done really well, both while you're gone and what we just went through this weekend with you being home, is we our teamwork is spot on. Yes, yes. Um, that, that has been absolutely amazing. Um, you know, with me being gone so much and, and on the road right now, um, obviously I'm not in the shop every day. Yeah, no. <laughs> and, you know, life goes on, even even with all this um, chaos going on. We still have to pay the bills. We still have to eat. Mm-hmm. I like paying the mortgage. It's nice. Yeah, Thanks. yeah, yeah. And uh, I flew in here, not literally, but... Um, <laughs> in a know, little Hyundai Elantra. In a little Hyundai, yeah, right? <laughs> He rented had, a car, y'all. He had, to, a car. had to pry me out of it by the time all <laughs> was said and done. Get a can opener. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I, I blew in here Friday night. Uh, barely had time to say hello. And and we were off to the oldest band concert. Band concert. Which was, oh, we were so, such it, proud it was, parents. It was amazing. It was so good. The, the, all, all the kids were amazing. Um, it, and it was just a, a wonderful night. I am so thankful I did not have to miss it. I know. And I'm glad that it was one of those things that I know what you really want to do is lay down in your bed and just like lay flat on the bed. Yeah. Um, but it was one of those things. It's like, oh, we're ending the week on this. And yeah. this is one of those moments where mm-hmm. we're like, oh, my God, our baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. And, and the next morning, <laughs> the youngest... He had his own band thing. He had his own band thing. He was performing his first solo. And it's a little competition. They go into a room. If you're not a band person, I understand if you don't know this. It's a little thing where they, each student 
learns a piece. They go into a room by, basically by themselves with a judge and a, usually a mm-hmm. piano accompanist and they play their piece and they get feedback and they get like a score grade thing. And I think partly because this was middle school and it was younger kids for the band, parents could go in with, which was great because I know who the 12 year old is. And I was like, oh my God, is, are, is there gonna be vomit? Is there <laughs> gonna be, is he gonna just flat out refuse? Cause he gets scared that sometimes happens. He handled it so well. He did. He did. He did such a good job. They. He finished playing, and the. I didn't know what the appropriate like response was, and so the judge clapped, and I was like, "Oh, good, we could clap." Right, and then then we started applauding. <laughs> um, but he. But he, anyway, yeah. For that was thing we for did. for someone who has only been playing for six months, and this is their first solo he did he did such a good he, job he and he very, conquered his own well. nerves and anxiety yeah. to do it oh it was two proud mm-hmm. parent moments in like 12 hours right <laughs> and and again i i i was grateful to mm-hmm. be able to be there for that yeah but <laughs> as soon as that was over we were no we weren't even out of the parking lot of the school and my phone started ringing. Yeah. Yeah. And and was on the phone with a big, long conversation. Um, we did get to take the youngest for a treat um, for, oh, for yeah. all he did. You get a donut after something yeah. like that. I'm just saying. And, and then we basically came home, pushed him out of the car, and, and we were off and running to get some things done that I needed. Yeah, the... To, m- to get accomplished the morning was tasks for stuff for going back down to be with your mom right in the middle we got a quick lunch to have a business conversation because i yeah. was like here's a list of things i have to talk to you about i've made other people wait right how do you want to handle these things mm-hmm. and then we got done with that and we came home and that's when like the work day began right then then we sat down and started looking over orders that were outstanding. Yeah, and I became your shop elf again, and it's yeah, been a while you since did. I've been shop elf. Um, you were out there. First, we were pouring um, resin, mm-hmm. and then we were out in the shop. I was sanding. You were tracing templates for me. I was me. doing all kinds of stuff. I learned yep. all kinds of skills this weekend. The, the thing- you watched me work in ways you never have before. Oh, yeah. Normally it's, I mean, I know that there are multiple steps and you're mm-hmm. doing all these steps, but normally it's a bit like magic. Like I'm sitting at my desk working, you come in after several hours in the shop and you're like, here's the finished product. I'm like, oh, magic. He made that thing. <laughs> and I got to like see the like underbelly of how it actually happened. Right. I, I got to help make the sausage this time. But it was <laughs> one of those things, you know, part of what has always helped us in our relationship is that we do work well together. We We're do. compatible on a lot of levels. Yeah. Um, and when we have the same goal or outcome in mind, we can usually put aside the small differences of opinions and figure it out and just get stuff done. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's even more important because you've got limited time. We right. have a sense of urgency. You know, if if we want things to get done in the way we want them to get done, we got to come together, work together, make exactly. it happen. Exactly. Um, but also, and... Not gonna lie, I have not felt my submissive self in all it since all of this happened. It, it's just not. I know it's there. I know it's who I am, but it's mm-hmm. not a conscious thing. But when I'm helping you, I I don't feel submissive, but I do feel mm-hmm. my service 
self. I'm a person who likes to help people. I like to help the people I care about. So that part of me that is called to service on some level is like happy to do it. But also, you know, it's, if, if I had let you just go out into the shop and do your thing and stayed here in the office or in the house, that's time we wouldn't have gotten together right. as well. And I, we were, what was it? Was it, was it today or was it yesterday? Maybe it was yesterday just trying to like sit and do a couple things. You even commented later, you're like, it was so nice to just sort of be together here yeah, with you. It, it was really nice. It was. Um, oh God, now I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> um. I mean, I I have been very grateful for the help that you've given me the last two days. Your gratitude makes me very uncomfortable, though. And I've told you that. Yeah, I know. Because we've talked about appreciation before and gratitude, Mm -hmm. and we do believe that everybody in a relationship needs to show it when it's appropriate. But I don't need to be thanked to do something that helps you to do something that helps our family, to do something that takes a weight off of you, to do something that I want to be doing. Like, it's the right thing to do if you feel it, if you feel gratitude to show it. I would I would say that to anybody who asked me. Yeah. Absolutely say thank you, that's not, <laughs> but it makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, huh. but this is, this is partnership. This is, this is what we do. I'm, I'm not and, just your wife. And, I'm and your sub. It, I'm your business partner. Like this is what we do. Ab- absolutely, it is what we do. But it doesn't mean that I should not show some form of gratitude I to know. you for that. I know. I think the part that's made me uncomfortable is how, and it's a wonderful thing. I'm not knocking it. I'm not looking a gift horse in the mouth. I'm not doing any of those things. <laughs> but your gratitude runs so deep, which just reminds me that. Your previous relationships were not like this one because while like it, I think it makes me sad a little bit that you are, because when you say thank you, it's always with this sense of surprise that you eat, that I was even there to help. I'm like, well, fuck, of course I was there to help. Like for all the reasons, for my own selfish reasons, for the fact that I want to help you, for the fact that this is what you, in my mind, this is what you do. This is what you do with somebody you care about. I don't care if that relationship was formalized with a marriage. I don't care if it's power exchange. I don't care what it is. If you care about somebody and you, in a way that means you want to see them succeed, you want to help them, Mm -hmm. you want to ease their burdens, like however that plays out, then to the best of your ability with what you're capable of doing, this is what you do. And so it's like, but I know that that is not your experience prior to me, which I know I'm special. No, you, I would like to go back in time and tell you not to pick such shitty people. (laughs) That's what I'd like to do, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So yeah, but you you have been, you've been very good about showing that gratitude. Mm. The other good thing I like, we've done a lot, and I weirdly, we started doing it more after I read Burnout. We did that episode several weeks ago, y'all. And one of the ways to close the stress cycle, according to the authors of the book, is to have like a 20 second hug. Yes. And that, and if you haven't heard that episode or read that book, I highly recommend the book. Feel free to go listen or watch the episode or whatever. But it's the kind of hug where neither one of you is bearing the weight of the other. You are standing independently, but you're you're hugging and holding on to one another and it's just 20 seconds minimum. And it's let your brain and body know that, you know, the, the threat is not there at mm-hmm. present. And one, we've hugged a lot just as a way to physically connect. Yeah. Especially since there's, 
no time, no energy, little desire for any of the rest. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> like, yes, would a, would a good spanking or flogging feel very nice? Yes. It's not going to happen right now. <laughs> We're not no. even, but you know what we can do? We can stand in the kitchen for 30 seconds and just hold on to one another mm-hmm. and just hug one another. Right. Um, and we've started, like I said, we started doing that a lot more after we read and talked about burnout. But right now, like it's, it's not just, oh, he came home. I'm hugging him. I'm kissing him. Mm-hmm. Of course I am. But it's like. One of us is standing at the kitchen sink and the other one comes up for a hug. One of us is at a desk and the other one comes up for a hug. Um, and that's that's been nice. Those little quiet moments. If if we stayed in them for too long, I'd probably cry because the stress is just like just underneath the surface. It's like just right there all the time. Yeah. Um, but it's that moment of skin to skin and you're mm-hmm. warm and you're real and you're in my presence, especially since I know you're going to leave again. Definitely not a fan of that part, even though it's completely understandable. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that is something we've done a lot more. Yeah. Um, we still ask each other, how you doing? Um, even though we know what the answer is. And I have I don't know if this is a negative or a positive. Technically, it's a positive because I'm being honest. <laughs> but I would, I would say it might Uh-oh. be a little bit of a negative because I think I add stress. Um, <laughs> you'll ask me on any given day, especially when you're gone, how you doing, how you feeling. Mm-hmm. And I am absolutely programmed by society, culture, and the fact that I was raised as you know a woman to go, fine, <laughs> fine, mm. <laughs> everything's fine. And I've been lying like that my whole life. Lately, when you ask, I give a little, I give a more truthful answer. You do, you do. <laughs> I say things like, well, I cried in the car earlier, but I'm good now. Or <laughs> I feel like crying, but I'll be fine. <laughs> and normally I would not. Yeah. I might tell you that in a quiet moment. I might, you know, partly because, you know, when you're asking me that in other situations, it's not in a stressful situation. It's in a like, how was your day kind of thing. Um, but I, on one hand, I don't want to burden you with my tough feelings. But on the other hand, you're the best person to understand if I mm-hmm. tell you that. Yeah. Because there's all the stuff that JB's going through. And then I'm here and the the kids are fine, but they've got their own stuff and we're working through their own stuff and I'm the primary caregiver. And so I am working through their stuff. And normally I'd have backup and normally we'd be supporting one another. And it's, we're each like islands doing our Mm -hmm. own thing. And granted my thing easier, nowhere near as stressful, nowhere near as, you know, all of the negative emotions that are like none of that. But there's that and then there's, Knowing what you're going through, yeah, not being able to help and, you, and, wanting to, help. And, and so and I that, have my own. And that stuff. is very tough for me because the the number of years that we have been together now, um, you know, we have created this team, mm-hmm. and we know we have each other's backs, and and we know our strengths and our weaknesses, mm-hmm. and and we we keep each other going, mm-hmm. and I know. I know rationally why you can't be there with me. Mm-hmm. The house has to keep going. The boys still have to go to school. The fur babies you know, need to be taken the, the, care the of. The fur babies need to be taken care of. You know, they're you know the 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 wheel keeps spinning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And there are times when I'm down there and I'm just like, I wish you were there. Mm -hmm. Oh, I do too. Especially when I, I hear some of the bullshit that's being spewed at you and I'm like, oh, I would have yeah. no problem standing up and telling that person yeah. exactly what I think. Well, I, but, I, I put an end to that. I know, I know that, that part, but there's other, there's times there, when there's you're still, talking yeah. to like the bank lady. Oh, I know. And I was like, I wish I had been there. Cause on your yeah. behalf, I can be a badass on my own. No, no, no. It, Not it was, it. it was one of the, it, it was one of those situations because of what is going on and what we need to do. We were at the bank and we had paperwork to do what needed to be done. She would not even look at the paperwork. She told us we were entirely wrong and 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 it could not be done this and way. And she was very wrong and we knew that she was very wrong. Right. And and it was one of those things if I had pushed the issue at the time, you probably would have been perp walked out of the bank. Right. You know. <laughs> probably and would have been. and and it would have pro you know probably sent up some red flags. Sure. And I and yeah. And also And, and I I smiled nodded and I said okay thank you you know okay yeah and she you know telling me to we we need to do this and this is the day we can do it blah 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 and and I I kept my peace um I smiled and nodded and was like okay thank you for all that pertinent information and as soon as the door shut behind us I looked at my sister and I said she was as useless as tits on a fucking bull <laughs> went what yeah you are you are the one who is calm and collected and kind and everything that the rest of us are not okay <laughs> and i think you know you you made the right call in the moment i have personally many times where i've just smiled and nodded to get let the the dumbass say the mm -hmm. dumbass things and i'll go do it right when they leave you know um but there are so many times now when you've told me about a situation you're in and I know part of it is personality. Part of it is just you're so exhausted and under so much stress. You're not necessarily thinking of these things in the moment. It's mm -hmm. one of those delayed. You know how it is. Somebody says something something to you and your comeback comes to you like a day later. And you're like, I should have said this. Well, he's telling me stuff that's going on. I'm like, oh, I know what I would have said. And I want to, I wish I could rush in yeah. and like tell all those people to stop being mean to my daddy and fuck all them. I mean, obviously <laughs> I can't because I could get perp walked out of the bank. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But you know, it's a little bit of that helplessness part, but also it's one of those things where because we, we compliment one another so well, the things I'm bad at, you're good at. The things mm -hmm. you struggle with, I can usually do. And right. we're not there to do that together. No. We have to like hang on our own independently out here, knowing that this would go better yeah. if the other one was there and, to and, offset and, us. And that has been the most difficult part for me <laughs> in all this. <laughs> now, I, I do want to talk about a little bit of a, a humorous Please, can, thing let's that, end on a humorous that, thing. That, 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 that happened in all thing. this. Now, um, there have been times throughout the day when I do need her for something and I will call her on the phone or even sometimes we talk in the early evening. Um, there is always, always somebody around. <gasps> there, yeah, I forgot about there, this. Yes. There is always yes. somebody with an earshot. Yes. Um, the, the, the neighborhood, um, all I can say is uh 
you you have just enough room to walk between the houses. Yeah. So some windows are open. You can hear everything. Yeah. You know, your neighbor sneezes. You say, God bless you. Yup. Okay. And and then even in, in, in the house there, there's always somebody around right now. So when we talk on the phone, I have been calling her by her given name. And you... You and almost never do that anymore. No, no. <laughs> it, it has been years, years since I have done that. Mm-hmm. So, Friday, when I'm on my way home, mm-hmm. um, two-hour drive, I called her, and we're talking on the phone. I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just talking, talking, talking. And finally she says, Daddy, stop. (laughs) Why are you calling me by my name? That's not my name. Why are you calling me that? That's not my name. (laughs) Is it my legal name? Yes, but that is not my name. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and I I just like stopped (laughs) mid-sentence. She said submissively. Stop that. <laughs> yeah. She said submissively. And, and, and it hit me. It was like, oh, shit. I'm in a car <laughs> on a freaking turnpike doing 70 miles an hour. Nobody is sitting in here with me. My windows are rolled up. Nobody can fucking hear me. What the hell? And it still took you a few moments. I teased you yeah. for a good five minutes. You did. You would go, you oh, did. that's right, that's right. And, you know, baby girl or BG or whatever. Yeah. And then you'd be telling me something else. And you'd go, you know what? Insert legal name. And I'd go, I'm sorry I can't answer you because that's not my name. <laughs> like, it's not my name. Don't call me that. And yeah. you would correct yourself. And mm-hmm. by the time you got home, you were back. I, in front I, of I the was... kids, you'll do BG. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but Or you'll call me mama, which it's funny because I know the term mom, mommy, mama, that kind of thing can be construed as a dominant title. Mm-hmm. But something about the way, like the tone in your voice, I do not take it that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know that it's like an alternative to what can I call you? In front of the kids, mm-hmm. you know, in front of anybody else that wouldn't, they would not clock that is, yeah. you know, that yeah. you know what the hell I mean. And I, right. I do, I do. Uh, but yeah, that was, that's a good place to end on what, how mm-hmm. stresses them. You forgot my actual name. <laughs> <laughs> and I was not, I mean, I, I like when I knew I can always tell when there's somebody around because yeah, you have to use my legal name. Right. And normally we have so many workarounds that we kind of don't, mm-hmm. but you were also talking about me to like your mom and you know showing right. pictures and stuff and so i i was just like yeah no we like i get it i understood why mm-hmm. but we we're gonna stop that shit now right <laughs> and we're gonna deprogram you yeah and then you're gonna be gone for a few days and so we'll go through that process again but that that was a yeah to, yeah. to forget my actual name mm-hmm. i mean right <laughs> But within within that span of mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. it it had become mm-hmm. so you know yeah it didn't take long it normal didn't. for me at that point because I was talking to so many people and only able to talk to you with with somebody mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. you know it it just kind of snapped too and then 
when I had no need to do it, I was still doing it. Yeah, but that was that was a that was a funny moment. That was I think yeah. that was the first time I had felt like my baby girl self in a while at that point. And mm-hmm. it's I think <laughs> even through this weekend that you've been home, it's, that was the last time I felt like my baby girl self. Yeah. But that's. Because we're doing other stuff. We're connected right. while you're here. We'll mm-hmm. be connected when you're gone. We'll get through stuff. We're very good at relaying information to one another. Yeah. You know, whatever's going on with it, whichever side that mm-hmm. we're dealing with, wherever we are, we're, yeah. we share full information I, and I, I our think, communication I think back, the so. hardest part for me through all this is, you know, and, and you know you have – you you know in depth what's going on um you know i have had to pull my dominant self out of the hat multiple multiple times yeah not with me y'all not yeah, with her with family with other perfect like yeah the and i even told you that at one point i was like i think you need to bring that that attitude that that well, way of you, being you, with you 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 told me that when i left and i yeah, no I don't, I don't think that's really going to be yeah necessary. it was your little d dominance that you had to show and it shocked the yeah, fuck out of all of them it did but it shocked them into shutting the hell up it did and it seeing did. some reason yeah <laughs> and, yep. and you know when you did things started going a little bit smoother yeah <laughs> yeah it's one of those things that the family understands that you are reliable they understand that you're honorable i think they understand on some levels that you in your way are the best of them but especially certain members of the family they still see you as and it's the only time i'm allowed to use this name they see you as their johnny nobody is allowed to call him that not even as a joke (laughs) y'all his mother is the only one left who's allowed to call him that but they see you that way. Yeah. And yet, even though they, they re- I think they recognize that you're the one, to, because you are the one they go to when they need something or when there's something going on. You're the one with the, the level head and the, the one who'll take charge and get shit done. But they want to second guess you all the time. Right. And with what you're going through, you can't have everybody second guess. If somebody's going to be the decision maker, they need to be the decision maker and take input where, where they need to. But that's it. And when you told me, I could hear, I knew what tone you used. I know your Dom voice. And when you told me how you handled that situation and everybody got in line, I went, well, I bet the fuck they did. I know I shape up or ship out when that tone comes out. I know what's up. (laughs) Shit. So. Yeah. Yeah. We, I think, I think it's safe to say are not feeling our Dom or sub selves. I'm definitely feeling my service side. I think you're feeling your little D dominant yeah. side. I mean, what control? What, maybe. what what I have to say about that is, as much as I have had to to let that side out, to to move things along, to to steer the ship that I am on, um, it is it has been nice to come home these past few days. And and know that you are here to to help me, and you know you are are serving me in 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 the ways that you have been, mm-hmm. 
you know, between making my coffee, setting up the coffee pot, getting the bed ready, you know. Even when I was mad at you the other night, I still did it. <laughs> yeah, you did. I was mad, you but need, I did it. You, did, you can be mad, but you can do what you got to do. <laughs> Don't make me choke on my drink. <laughs> but it, it has allowed me to take a breath yeah oh yeah it, it has allowed me in the last two days to take a breath and yet you are still doing the things you do for me which are helping me and that's all i want to do yeah i mean i can't take this burden from you i can't ease no. it for you um i can't be there with you but I'm who you're coming home to, and I'm going to take advantage of the time we have until you have to leave again. Try you, We can't do a countdown yet till when this is over. Mm-mm. We don't quite know when that will be. Right. Uh, that countdown will suck in and of itself because yeah. it means something when it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, I know this is not permanent. This is not, this will not last forever. This right. will be tough. And it will be challenging and we will snap at one another and then we'll laugh together and then we'll eat our feelings together Mm -hmm. and we'll we'll be who we are. And if we can keep the lines of communication open, if we can try to keep our humor as much as possible, we'll, on the other side of this, we'll... Come out stronger. Yeah, exactly. Excuse me. (laughs) And you're just drinking water. I know. We should have made this a hard cider uh, recording. But, um... Yeah, so this, I don't know what anybody gets from this other than I know some people really like the sneak peek into how people Mm -hmm. do stuff. Um, Is this how we, you know what? I think back because you've been through something kind of similar. The episode is way back in the archives um, when your sister was sick and when she died. We were at a different point in our lives. We were different. Mm-hmm. We were earlier in our relationship. I think some of the things we're doing now, we did then. We were together right. for that. That was not, mm-hmm. you didn't have to travel. We were all in the same town for that. Right. But I think in some ways we took lessons from that. And in some ways we've grown since then. Mm-hmm. The relationship has grown. We have grown as people. Um, and so the experience, we are not the same people we were. Then. No, the experience is right. different. Um, I think that we're handling, I don't know if better is the right word, maybe just with clear understanding, deeper understanding of ourselves, of the people involved with the situation mm-hmm. of the reality. Um, and I think that that is, that is, um, part of this as well uh we are not by any shape of at all perfect at this we today i had to walk into another room and cry because <laughs> i was mm-hmm. we had snapped at one another <laughs> i was i'm tired in my own way i don't i don't feel right going but i'm tired too because i'm not going through what you're going through um so i'm just like when my emotions come up and I'm feeling away, I just remove myself, go deal with them and come back. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had that today, but we had laughs and we also got stuff done and we yeah. hugged and we connected and we, you know, Yeah. and then God, you said you would do the dishes and that's the first time in days somebody <laughs> else has done the dishes. And I was like, thank you so much. Uh, so, you know, nothing to teach here. Just Mm-mm. this is, the way we're handling this one situation um and it's good and bad and it's you know it's within our power exchange and it's 
outside of our power exchange. And I'm not going to lie. I don't, you know, when I do the things that I do, that's part of our routine, I know why I do it. And it's my submissive self and it's a connection, but I'm nothing in me feels submissive right now. I know Mm -hmm. who I am. So I don't need to feel it to know that that's who I am. That's who we are in this, you know, who I am in this relationship. I do feel the service side of things. Um, and that's okay. That's, you know, I'm good at that and I want to do that for you and I wish I could do more of it. Um, and so, yeah, this is, we're not saying anybody has to be the way we are. Mm-hmm. Just when you're going through it, if you're like, God, I don't feel like a dominant. I don't feel like a submissive. Oh, you are not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you're, if you're fussing and fighting with one another thinking, but I actually like this human being and would like to still like them when this is over. With. The you know what? Day, yeah. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Um, I think the, the strangest part for me has been in the knowing it's not strange, but it is, I don't know how to describe it. I know rationally when you snap, you're not really snapping at me. I know rationally that our exhaustion is temporary. I know rationally and logically and analytically, I, I can map it all out. But in the middle of it, there are those moments where the emotions are like, fuck your mm-hmm. logic. I'm I'm cranky right now. Yeah. Um I'm just I'm very grateful that we do have that ability to keep our good humor and to yeah. remember sometimes we have to remind each other but to go mm-hmm. remember we're on the same team here. <laughs> we're yeah. we're act- we actually like one another and we're trying to work together. <laughs> um and I know that that tends to center me and that tends to make yeah. me go, okay what am I what am I trying to am I trying to do here my one of my favorite expressions it does not work universally it will not work in every situation but one of my favorite expressions when there's conflict of certain types is do you want to be right or do you want to be happy and uh I say this as somebody who loves being right and is convinced I am more often than I'm not uh I want to be happy you know yeah I don't I don't need to win every spat we have that we're only having because we're we're strung out completely you know so true so yeah that's that's how we're dealing with it right now uh once we get through all of this will we do another have another conversation i don't know Uh, only if we notice something different or learned any lessons or need to use y'all as an excuse Mm -hmm. to bear our souls Mm -hmm. i don't i can't answer that (laughs) going forward if you know will all of our topics be like hard hitting Mm, i don't know uh it depends on your mental bandwidth to talk about things and you know right. how things go. Um, but we are going to mm-hmm. try and be here at least once a week yep. um, until we get through it. Not going to lie. I know everybody is completely understanding of this. There might, there, there will, I think probably come a point that there will be time we have to miss. Yeah. But we're being, um, I don't doubt it. We're being yeah. flexible. Mm-hmm. So um, do you want to do a short bonus section? Yeah. Not we, that we, we have not just spent the entire, what, hour talking about our personal lives. Yeah. yeah, we can do a bonus section. Yeah, just a little, little short one. Okay. Yeah, right. I don't know. I don't have a lot to say that I haven't already said, okay. so I don't know. Right. <laughs> oh, I know. I have something to complain about. Mm, okay. Okay. So are we good? I have no idea. Keep, Keep it kinky, kinky y'all. Um, we think we'll see you next week. Yes, baby girl. Can I keep talking to the crickets? <laughs> as long as you leave me some time to talk to the crickets. I will. Okay. I will. Would you like to go first? Or would you like me to go first? <clears throat> I think I'll go first. Okay. 
it's your bonus section too. I yeah. can share, sort of. So, and I'm going to start on a little bit of a humorous note with this one. Okay. Okay. So, you know, most most all of you who've been around for a hot minute know about our fur babies. Lola the dog, Ella and Onyx the cats. Right. And since we have had Lola, um, you know, neither of us have really been away from home mm-mm, with her. Mm-mm. She doesn't you even know. like it if we go out for a whole day and we're gone. for Like, right. that's the most she's mm-hmm. used to. That, that's the most she's been used to through all this. So here I am suddenly disappearing for days on end. And you're her person. And I am her like, person. Like, she likes me okay, but I am not her person. Right. <laughs> so the first time I went down to my mom's, I came home, came through the door, luggage in hand, rolling in. She heard me come through the door, and she launched herself at me. You couldn't get through the foyer. I could not get past the foyer. She she was just so happy to see me. She was just she was all over me, and and she was doing that. You know, the staffies, they do the big old, not only her tail was wagging, she her had whole that whole body wags. Yep. And, and, and she had that big staffy grin on her oh, face. God, yeah, her jowls lift up at yep. the sides. It's real subtle. You can't always see it. But mm-hmm. when you do, you're like, Ooh, okay, you're happy. And, and this went on for a good five, oh, ten yeah. minutes. Oh, yeah, it did. Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah. And that was the first time. <clears throat> that was the first time. So, Friday... When baby girl picked me up at the uh, rental car when I dropped it off, I told her, because the youngest was with us too, and I was like, okay, here's what we're going to do. You and the youngest are going to go in first. Because if the three of us come in the door together, nobody gets past the foyer. Nobody gets past the foyer. (laughs) So I told her, you know, y'all go in. And... Caleb brought the luggage in. And she knows the sound. It's a, one of those older types of luggage that makes this clack, 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 clack. Oh, God, it's so obnoxious. Yeah. So she went in, and I, I stood off to the side so I couldn't be seen. Well, apparently she smelled. She knows the luggage. She smelled she me. She heard that luggage. She started looking around. She's looking at me like, yeah. how did you get that? And then right. she starts looking around, and she's not seeing you. Yeah. But she knows what she smells. Right. So I, I, I came through the door. And nothing happened for a moment. Mm-mm. But she had followed this one with the luggage. Mm-hmm. And finally I said, Lola. <laughs> and, you know, in the cartoons where the, the animals, you know, on, a, on the surface and it's kind of scrabbling to get. Right, they don't actually go anywhere. Go anywhere, like but the feet are like going 100 miles an hour. <laughs> that, that, that was Lola. The best part was yet to come. You had been home, I think, five minutes. Yeah. The love seat here in the office where we record, that's that's Lola's couch, y'all. Mm-hmm. He sits down in it. She's, what, in the dining room? The dining kitchen? room. There's a doorway that's right by yeah. where the love seat is. She saw me sit down on that, on that love seat. She ran from the dining room, through the door into the office, and launched herself, leaped I missed it. into I wish I'd the it. air. And this 65, 70-pound... This <laughs> 
Staffy is just midair flying at me <laughs> and and landed in my lap and just curled up as she landed. And every time you sat anywhere since you've been home, she gets in your lap. She, I mean, she always yeah. gets in your lap, but she's in your lap. She, she's like in my lap, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 She, like I said, she likes me good. Not just because <laughs> I feed her. Like, she'll, she'll cuddle with me. She'll come get, let me give her belly rubs. Like, yeah, yeah. We yeah. have a good relationship. But you. Y'all are soulmates, okay? Like, <laughs> true, true. Okay, she would. Mm-mm. True, you true, are true. her person. Yeah, you are her person. I am. I am. And when you're gone, she wanders around and she's clearly looking for you. And she just looks at me like, "Where the fuck is he?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Girl, I know. Okay, yeah. I know. I feel it too." But so, and um, I know you have some things you want to talk yeah. about, but um. I just want to talk about what's going on with yeah, my mom a no, little that, bit. That's completely up to so, you. So, you know, for those of you who are around um, at the Friday night hangout, um, know up to that point. Um, and that was when she was in that, the hospital. That was and when she was. Hosp- she, she tests were being done. She was in the hospital. Um, one of the things at that time they did discover was a UTI. Which they automatically started. Sure, you know, and we all thought that was heavy what was duty, and, and we thought that was messing what, with her mind. And you everything. know, messing, doing everything, and um, apparently there were some other flags at that time that were raised, uh, which prompted them to do a few other things. They did some more blood work, um, and and did a CT scan. Uh, from the CT scan. Um, they performed a biopsy. Well, they did an endoscopy. Endoscopy. Mm -hmm. That's tube down the throat, y'all, in case you don't know. And from that, they did a biopsy. Mm -hmm. And, um, my mother has cancer. Uh, it started in a particular location and has spread to several areas throughout her body stage four stage four um because of her age and how far the cancer has advanced um in talking with two doctors she is not a candidate for surgery Mm -hmm. and they both feel chemo or radiation would do more harm than good she's, at this point. She's 81 right now, y'all. 80, and 82. 82? 82. We just um, did the math the other day. You, okay. Just, she is 82. She's 82. She is on the cusp of being 83. Um, And in the telling, of, in the doctors relaying, okay, it's stage four cancer, they're also like, and advanced dementia. Yeah. Where we had thought, okay, we knew something was up with her, and, and the UTI does impair cognitive function and so right. everybody's kind of waiting for uh, for that to clear up mm-hmm. and hmm, actually no um that's not cl- that's not clearing up to the extent well, anybody would like it's it, better it did, than it was it's better than it was it's better than it was she yeah. knows who you are for sure for oh yeah sure. um but basically they said um palliative care and hospice a few weeks to a couple of months right so, um, and in thankfully, because we have the ability to do this and your mom's in agreement, you are her 
basically her primary person. You are yeah. the one who makes her healthcare decisions. We've done right. all that legally. Like legally, he can mm-hmm. make her healthcare decisions. He can right. do things with her money. He can do those things. Yeah. Um, but it requires and, a lot um, of hands-on. Her one wish is she would like to remain home. And um, between my sister and I, we are doing our best to make that happen for her. For as long as you can. Yeah. And, I mean, hopefully, hopefully you can, that can be, she can have that. Right. But also there's, there have to be conversations that, that might not be feasible. Right. Um, we, honestly, you didn't think that was going to be feasible. That was not the plan initially. The plan was to get her into a facility so she could have round the clock care. Right. And, and part of that was because we weren't, didn't know about the cancer at that point either. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that, yeah. So that, um, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. That is what is going on with me. So, um, yeah, my, my sister does live locally in the same area and, um, you know, she has her own life and her own family and her own job. Um, so we are trying to balance things out, Mm -hmm. um, that she stays there for a time and I stay there for a time. Um, it's, uh, a lot of running back and forth, a, a hell of a lot of juggling things, you know, on, on many different sides right now. Um, you know, I, I was willing to do this. I did have to put my foot down with some family members, um, mm-hmm. you know, boundaries. Um, you know, there, there, there has got to be boundaries in every aspect of life, you know, whether it's right. DS or, you know, personal life. And, and you know, the, the line was marked in the sand and this was how it... And I think all of us can relate to having at least one, if not many, family members who don't always respect boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you brought your big D voice to mm-hmm. a few conversations. Yeah. But also, I think they recognize you are, personality-wise, you are the best one to do this, as hard as it is for you. Um, and I, God knows I wish you didn't have to do it. But you no. you are the best place, the best p- disposition, the one who is the right choice for this. And... My favorite, my favorite is one of the conversations you had where you had to set a boundary and you went, if we can't do it this way, I'm walking. Y'all figure it out. And you know, everybody immediately went, oh shit, the competent one's going to leave us. And they <laughs> fell right the fuck in the line. Yeah. 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 So. So, um, you know, there, that, there it is. That's what's uh, playing out right now. Mm-hmm. And I have not meant to be cagey about it. It's just not my story. And he can share. You get to share what you want to share. I know. Um, I know. I'll try to give us a slightly lighter thing to end on the bonus there section. There you go. Because that's heavy stuff. And I don't, I think. Open with lighter. Sure. You know, let, let's end on And I think note. anybody who's dealt with terminal illness with anybody in your family, you, you had already seen the writing on the wall. But there you go. Now yeah. you know. Um, so you're home this weekend. Yes. And I'm being shop elf because we have yes. a business to run and I like to be helpful and I want to spend time with my daddy and all the things, all the reasons. Mm-hmm. But I am an indoor cat, okay? 
y'all, my chair that I sit at a lot has lumbar support and I like soft surfaces and I spend most of my time not wearing shoes and certainly not wearing a bra and I and, like to be comfortable. And and most of her spots are, are spots that are under a ceiling fan. And seated. I sit a lot. This, this ass <laughs> clearly should, if you can see it, you know it sits a lot. And I like my life. I'm good with it. But to go be a shop elf and to be a partner in many, many ways to, to JB, one has to go outside and stand on one's feet. So I did. And I'm not, y'all, I'm not complaining about it. I've learned some new things. I'm thinking ahead to the day because I think hopefully, fingers crossed, it's coming sooner rather than later where you're going to need me to help you more yeah. than I do because I don't do a lot right now. So I'm, I'm already like I'm thinking about that and I'm learning skills and I'm like, wow, this is cool. Oh, this is how it's at. And I'm, and I'm not complaining. I'm happy to do it, right? Yeah. I have not bitched. No, I want you this haven't. On the you have not. You have not. So we work for several hours on Saturday. Like, end up, we do a, I think we've talked about it before, Saturday night, like, air quote, movie night with whatever kid happens to be home. And we pushed it back by, like, an hour, hour and a half because we mm -hmm. wanted to finish up some stuff. And that was fine. And we, we do our thing Saturday. No problem. We take our showers. We get cleaned up. We do our thing. We go to bed last night late, and all I tried to do was roll over. And she started having spasm, back spasms. My back started to hurt, and I was so tired. I didn't like. I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it beyond that moment. I thought, oh, it's just a momentary. I was laying funny. I don't know. So this today, Sunday that we're recording. I don't know what day you're hearing this. Sunday we're recording. We needed to get some work done. We had already had plans to do some more stuff, and I needed to be out there to help. <laughs> but when I woke up, I couldn't get out of the bed. No. <laughs> because my back hurts. <laughs> so I, I, you know, she's standing up holding on to the dresser to keep oh, her upright. looking pitiful. I know and, I looked pitiful. And I was like, okay, you need to show me where it hurts, where, where it's like, bothering you. But then I have to move and that yeah. hurts. <laughs> so, so then she finally showed me. Where it where and it was it's muscle pain from and what I and can I, tell. I I realize yeah it's muscle pain and she's sure. probably having muscle spasms, so I was like okay two things are gonna happen right now. <laughs> um, here's some Tylenol. You're gonna take some Tylenol, and then I went into our um, bathroom 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 linen closet linen closet. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I was almost going to say pantry. <laughs> <laughs> Our bathroom pantry? Yeah, Look, bathroom, yeah. I love to eat, but I don't need to keep food in the bathroom. I'm just saying. And, and I, I have a, a special heating uh, pad. Heating pad. Mm -hmm. So I take her to the sofa, and she starts getting in the sofa. I go warm, warm up the heating pad and put that, you know, by under her back where, where she needed it. And Lola climbed up in her lap and lay her head in her lap, and, you know, the two were comfy. And I came and started doing my thing for the morning, and... Uh, <laughs> I passed out on the couch, I went in there and checked on her, and she, she was dead to the world. She didn't even know I, w I was moving uh -huh. around in there. Um, Lola had gotten off the sofa. I did feel when you and, put the quilt on me. And oh, and nice. when I saw Lola was gone, you know, the ceiling fans going. And we, it, for Florida, this this morning was kind of cool. Mm, sure. And I grabbed her 
little lap blanket that she had quilted, and I covered her with her lap blanket. And I slept and, deeper. <laughs> and and she, she was out for most of the morning. And so then I, I woke up. I finally got a cup of coffee. <laughs> we start moving. We snapped at one another, had a mini argument. <laughs> and then we go out to get some work done. And you're, you're so sweet. You're like, are you good? Can we? I'm like, we have to do this. We got to get it done. Don't ask me how I feel. <laughs> I don't feel bad. <laughs> and so we keep, I have to keep walking back and forth. He's like, here, I'll give you a job where you can sit down. Okay, that was fine. But then I had to stand up. And then I said, and you would walk. I would go get you from where you were working to let you know I was done so you could show me something else. And you would, what we would walk together. But really, he would walk at his normal pace. And I would like hobble, hobble. behind. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, look, I'm I'm happy to help you. I'm happy to be your shop elf, but let us understand the reality. I'm an indoor cat. <laughs> I was not built for this. <laughs> but I did did I have a pouty moment of I spend one weekend helping you and I'm the one injured? Yes, yes I did. <laughs> it's yeah, it's just some muscle pain. It'll work yeah. itself out. I'll be sitting yeah. the day after we record this Monday. I'll uh, be back. A hot shower is in your future after recording yes, this. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that anyway. So <laughs> yeah. I try to help and I get I, I hurt myself. Yep. <laughs> oh, yep. I also have a rash on my on my chest, uh, where my the shirt I was uh, wearing while I was working in the garage, you know, was exposed part of my um, where like my collar sits, um, the upper part of my chest, and I've got a big old red rash there. I was like, see, I am not built for the outdoors. <laughs> Just let me go inside, please. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. that's all the news that is the news. Mm-hmm, um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, to the best of our abilities, we'll keep being here to the best of our abilities. Mm-hmm. JB's going through it, and yeah, you know, we'll get you through it as best we can. Yep. And that's all there is to say about that. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, I got nothing else. Me either. I know this is normally they go out with kind of a bang. This one I think will go out with a bit of a whimper. Mm-hmm. You look like you're about to go to sleep. I'm I'm ready to sit down on the couch so I can pass out for a little bit. Yeah, with your dog. Yeah. Who's taking her pre daddy nap by herself on the love she's, seat? She's getting yeah yeah she's warming up right right right, right. um but yeah but so. her she's got one ear cocked I know she can hear she's us she's listening oh, oh yeah. yeah she's paying attention mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, that's us. That's mm-hmm. it. That's us. That's it. Yeah. Did I say did that? Were those even words that made sense? No. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love you. Yeah. Thank, uh, thank you for um, being here with us. Mm-hmm. You know, all, all y'all, it, mean, it means the world to us. Um, you know, the way that you, you support us and follow us and, and everything. Um, y'all y'all are great mm-hmm. and and we're very grateful to have have you mm-hmm. you know yeah this is weirdly this is i think what keeps us kind of grounded and sane and we're like it we look forward to recording we're missing the live aspect of this yeah. but just the fact that we can be here just to even record it feels weird and if the vibe is different than you're used to yeah we know mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but it yeah it's meaningful yeah. to us mm-hmm. to be here. So, yeah. especially if you're here till the bitter, bitter end, right. then we know you are a indeed a proud cricket. Um, <laughs> so we we appreciate you. Yeah. Um, and we will hopefully be back next week. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for being here. Yep. Bye. Bye.